So, Jenny, I think this weekend I reached the peak of sort of parental, not psychosis, that's the wrong word. Um, what is it when you're like overthinking? You just realise you've, you've turned nuts, basically. Oh, being a mum. Yes. Um, That's the technical word for it. It's only when I just casually mentioned it to you about half an hour ago that I thought, oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) Hello, welcome to Two New Mums. I thought we'd just add how, just because it's easy to get lost in um, the months as we do. Uh, Our babies are now, what's he doing? Seven and a half months, almost eight months. So bears. Mm -hmm. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Just, I just wanted to throw that in there because you sort of start to lose track. I don't know what the weeks yeah. are anymore. I don't even know how you work it out. Does that make sense? I'm I'm lost in a world you of... you go from... Because there's different... Because the le- months... Oh my God, I can't even talk. Months are different lengths. So do I go from a birth date of like the 23rd each month? That's four weeks. Do you know what I mean? Because you used to go in weeks and then... Oh. I'm constantly going through the wardrobe, sorting clothes, and then I'm like... What is he now? Nine to twelve, but then he's a big nine to twelve. So is that twelve? It's really hard to keep up. I tried to squeeze him into a three to six month old vest earlier, and I was like, "Why is this not fitting?" Oh, he's yeah, not that age I've anymore. Done that. I've done that. <laughs> I have found though some some clothes, not all, but some really last. I've got some baby grace mm. she wouldn't get in, and I I tried one the other day that was a three to sixer, and she was still absolutely fine in it. In fact, it had double poppers to extend. Ooh. So I was like, "Oh, they they thought that through." Yeah. What genius idea. Why isn't that on every single baby grow? Wow. I just that. I can't wait till we're buying one to two years. So it's like, or two to three when you're, it lasts a whole year. Because at the moment you spend your money and it lasts what feels like three weeks, but it's three months. I I bought a jumper the other day because it was, a, it, I loved it so much. It was in a sale and it was really good quality. And it was one to two years, which obviously it's going to be way too big. But then I thought, but you know, oversized is a look anyway. So yeah. Uh-huh. You know, get her in that and it's fine. Yeah, we anyway. we do that and, and Christian, because Christian loves a bargain, so he's all for me buying a massive size now. And he'll be like, oh, I like that. It's proper like 90s grunge. And that's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cheap. Yeah. <laughs> just being tight. <laughs> I feel like I'm well, I'm so much more onto bargains now. Like the other day, there was this Boots box set of face care stuff. I even put it on Instagram. I couldn't believe it. It was normally like 150 quid, but all the stuff inside, it came to 40 quid. And I was like, Wow. <sighs> And I ended up, I went back and bought another one. But I think, I think like you get thriftier as a mum because I just thought one, you know, that's going to last. I swear that will last me like nearly a year. I know, but if that's, you're buying you know, two in the same month. <laughs> yeah, but it'll last me so long, Jenny. And they're what, like, they were full size stuff inside. It's worth a fortune. Yeah, it did look pretty I'm good. Winning. I did like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I was never... I. I was one of the people that was a little bit ignorant to like checking prices and stuff. And and now, my goodness, I'm checking every Same. single price. It's kind of a game. It's fun. 
Yeah. And when you get, a, you find, it's like that, those, you know, kids clothing. I just thought, well, they've only got a one to two year old, but it's 50% off. So in, in next year, I'm going to thank myself for that. And I've become like that. Yeah. Also, I just mm-hmm. had a letter through the letterbox today saying my mortgage is going to increase by a thousand pounds next year, thanks to the uh, rate of inflation. So anyway, let's not oh. go into that because that's too depressing. Oh. Yeah, I need to get back to work. So, um, <laughs> so this... <laughs> This leads quite nicely into my sort of nutty moment at the weekend. Maybe go on. maybe it's not nutty. So I went in to do, um, to go, I, I usually do a weekend show, a uh, live breakfast show, which obviously means I get up at 4am uh, Saturday and Sunday, I used to. Obviously, I've not been doing that since I've been on maternity leave. I've been doing a late show, which I've been doing from home as well. So it's like really a lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. can do it when Eden's gone to bed, all that kind of stuff. But this is quite different. It was cover shift. And they said, do you want to come and do this cover shift? See how you get on. And I was like, that is a brilliant idea. You know, she can go a bit longer between feeds now and everything. So, and you know, she takes a bottle. So let's do it. And I was feeling actually so excited about it. And then the night before when I went to bed, it was like an absolute wave of anxiety. And I just thought, oh. I thought, I know I'm not going to sleep because you'll know this when you don't when you've not done a breakfast show for ages and you're about to do one or getting up for anything that time in the morning you don't sleep because you don't trust yourself to get up so I knew it would be patchy night's sleep yeah but all the scenarios in my head so I was basically leaving her with Kenny and I have been she's been a bit tricky going down in the cot so we have been co-sleeping so she's been in the bed so my concern Mm -hmm. was basically when I'm in the bed I cocoon her so there's no she can't kind of roll anywhere and I make sure there's no pillows and I'm very careful and I've obviously run him through that um <laughs> but I just thought I don't I just don't know if like, I wake up even when Eden sleeps she sleeps all right actually through the night from sort of midnight I still wake up every hour or two checking her I just can't help yeah. it yeah and I just thought I don't know if he's gonna do that and I suddenly panicked and do you remember that like really fancy camera that I was slagging off recently which because it was just it, it comes up on your phone like you can watch them on your phone I got rid yeah. of it because it was annoying well, I just put it away at 2am I'm bearing in mind I'm getting up at like half three four I went and found it I dug it out a cupboard Eden and Kenny fast asleep I set it up in the bedroom because I thought I'm only going to be able to do this now if I can watch her while I'm at work oh god. So that's what I did. And I set that up in the middle of the night. I didn't tell Kenny because I thought, because he finds it a bit annoying that I don't, it's not that I don't trust him, but he finds it like, yeah. of course, everything's going to be fine. She's my child as well. Yeah. You know, you yeah. do forget that. Um, so then when I got to work, it was lovely. It was nice to be there, but I, I don't know if I did the right or wrong thing because the problem was just before I left, I was like, oh, she's asleep. This is perfect. And then as I was leaving the room, bam, woke, woke up and that was it. Oh, and then course, she was just awake. And she was awake for for hours. Because she wasn't used to me just not being there at that time in the morning. She loves Kenny. She adores him. She wasn't, he said she was, like, he said she was crying a lot. But when I watched the, I was watching the camera on the way in <laughs> to work. In the secretly taxi. watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. What I felt like a psycho. No, and no, no. She, I thought. Well, the good thing is he's not going to roll onto her because she's not asleep. <laughs> she was just bouncing up and down. She was like bang wide awake, and I did hear a little bit of crying, but it was never like you know horrific crying. So I think he might have exaggerated that. Anyway, he ended up 
taking her downstairs at like five in the morning and just putting the telly on oh. and just, she just stayed what and then jenny we've got another camera in the <gasps> living area for the dog so then i could log into that one so i basically <gasps> surveyed them the entire time oh my, does he bad? know this kind of i told him about the lounge camera oh he doesn't really know. I think I mentioned the bedroom one, but he didn't seem to flinch. I sort of casually mentioned it. Oh my Did God. Did I mention it? I might be lying. But oh. yeah, is that bad? <laughs> no, I, I know couldn't... why you did it. I get it. It's like, it's, there's no right or wrong. And I think it's probably because you, you walking out that door and going to work, all control is gone. And all we want to do is control everything around them. So that was your last little bit of control, wasn't it? By feeling like you could still keep an eye on them. You've still got that yeah. little bit of control. And it's so hard to let go of that. So I don't blame you. I think no, I'd have I done the same. Is it healthy? I don't know. No, I, it's not, because, none of this is healthy. No. no. <laughs> because actually, you know, when I left her, you see, leaving her in the daytime is really not an issue now because she is, she'll just happily play and she seems all right mm -hmm. without me and stuff. It's just because it was that time... That vulnerable time in the middle of the night. But what mm. happened happened and, and, and you yeah. did something that is is probably illegal, filming someone in secret, but <laughs> nothing but nothing bad happened and you did it. No, technically, was Jenny, fine. I, technically I wasn't filming because it wasn't recording it, was it? So technically it's a live it was surveillance. <laughs> it's a live stream. Is that illegal? Christ, I think it is. If you call it surveillance, that sounds quite important yeah. to me so right. that's probably f yeah fine if you don't tell them beforehand well yeah okay yeah yeah <laughs> all right let's move on so oh but but yeah. everything was fine so you it know was, and, and every time gets easier this is what they say this is what they say but <laughs> i don't know there's part of me i'm like yeah i'm looking forward to when i do eventually go back but also oh god like just someone said to me well it will never get It'll never get easier. It, it will mm. get easier, but it won't. Like, you'll never not worry. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's really hard. Maybe I just, I, I saw a friend today who works in television and she's, you know, it's a, it's a very competitive industry and she's worked her way up and she's just had a baby who's four months old. And she's already getting, you know, offers for jobs way down the line. And she's not sure yet if she wants to take them or not. And her partner also works in television and, and he's cracking on and stuff. And it's like... Even with the best will in the world, like me and Christian definitely said, you know, when I was pregnant, you know, it, it's not going to hit just my career. It, both our careers will take a hit or neither of our careers will take a hit. But in all the instances that I know of and myself, it's the women's career that's taking the hit. And it's just, yeah. it's just so hard to break that. And I don't know if that's because of our maternal pull. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it does always feel like it it hits the woman's career and it is really frustrating. It is. And I do think it is just, I think, I don't know about you, you sometimes think, well, you know, but it is my baby and mm. I, I don't know. It's really, no, it's our baby. But mm. that's what's in my head sometimes. I'm like, well, you know, I did want to have a baby and I've got to make sacrifices or whatever. And, you know, we do try and balance it, but like, it's obviously not a split balance at all. Um Yeah. And that's always been down to the sort of breastfeeding, but that's not really, a th that's, you know, she's come, she can take a bottle now and weaning and stuff. So I hope it even, but then he's, but he's like not got the time. So oh, I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's yeah it's really hard but I think I think that's the one thing you but you know if people had said to me before no it you know you are going to be or it is going to hit your career I would say no it isn't and I would get really defensive about that yes Um, really defensive and I feel like yeah it's I don't know maybe I just need a little bit more time but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. We're, we're looking at this uh, eight months in and there mm. might be um, people listening now that are three years in and they're like, yes, I definitely felt like that at eight months, but I picked it up sort of from where I left off when they got to nursery or something like that. And maybe it isn't like that in the long run, but definitely in the first instance, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. But I mean, we... Yeah, we discussed this a lot on our childcare episode with Emily, didn't we? So I need to listen mm. back to episodes like that and just sort of check yourself. And yeah, it just feels, I suppose there's a lot going on at the moment as well. And Christmas and everything and oh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're, we're going to come on to that in a minute. Can I just throw, you know, it's just little things that change, which, um, so, you know, like obviously when Eden was poorly or bears poorly, you give him cow pole. Um, I don't know if you're noticing these little changes Eden will not let me give her cow pole anymore. She will not let me put anything in her mouth. She has to do it. Oh, um, oh, wow. I can't See, spoon feed her. She, I mean, I can force it, really sort of force it. I have to do, but because I've left her, I tried baby led weaning, which is what people say, suggest is a good thing to do. That's her thing now. Like she, yeah, I'll, she'll put it in her mouth, not me. No, that's really good, I think. So I, I is remember it my... brilliant? Because when you're trying to give a child cow pole... <laughs> And like they're not, she literally moves her head and keeps her mouth like, mm, like no. <laughs> so I have to make her laugh and then pop it in and then, oh. Oh, yeah. I love watching, I've watched so many TikTok videos of parents like doing the distraction technique to then like put some medicine in their mouth and stuff. I love the legs we go to, but I've got a lot of friends with kids who they were like weaning was, with weaning, we just couldn't spoon feed. We didn't even choose to do baby led over spoon feeding or whatever the yeah, two are. Yeah, they just are. do it, yeah. They just do it. And that's why I think it is a bit sometimes... I was, today I was I was doing a bit of both with Bear, actually. I gave him some toast so he could have his finger food. But then I was giving him some sweet potato as, you know, on the spoon. And I got yeah. really angry with just the world for a second because I was like, I really, really beat myself up in my head of like, I need to pick, do I want to do spoon-fed or baby-led? And which one's right and which one should I do and which one will give me the most judgment? And actually... I think your baby tells you, like you've just said there, like Eden, she's going to lead and that's great. And I think Bear more so wants the spoon. And I really hate that we even give it a name and make it a thing and make two things kind of polar opposite so they're kind of competing and you've got to pick a side. I hate it. I really hate all that. I really think you should just do what suits your baby because ultimately they're going to tell you, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I tell you what, the one thing with weaning as well, the finger food thing, and also them eating food a bit more like you. So now I give her like, you know, scrambled eggs and a bit of spinach yeah. or whatever. <laughs> spinach. Stuff like that, it's not as messy. I do like that. <laughs> you know, it still goes downer, but it's not like the puree was wow. Um, mm. So I'm a bit like, <laughs> I mean, they're still great, but I'm really, she's having a lot of avocado fingers and cucum- cucumber and carrot fingers and stuff because I'm like oh this isn't this is easier for me to clean up and you seem to like it so yeah oh my um, gosh and and sometimes having two crazy dogs I'm all, I was a bit like oh this is difficult sometimes with a baby but actually with the wean and it's great because they're like sharks around the bottom of him and I never yes, have to clean the floor because yeah, 
I did think the other day I um, went to pick her up and her head, her hair looked matted together. And I was like, oh my God. And, you know, because she's stunning all the time and she keeps, she falls over quite a bit oh, yeah. and bangs her head on the little Aww. plastic prison. Um, and she's generally okay with it, but I thought, oh my God, she's cut her head. And I thought, I suddenly felt my blood went a bit cold because I thought that's blood. And I thought it looked a bit pink. I just thought, oh my God, this is the first time she's bled and it's her head. And I was like trying to touch it and she wouldn't let me get near her head. And then I got closer and I smelt it and it was cowpole in her hair. So oh, um, <laughs> that's where we're at. Oh my gosh, it's it's so, it gets everything gets in their hair because Eden like Bear has got quite a lot of hair. Bear though had mm. a quite unfortunate bout of cradle cap, and um, it's starting yeah, to had that. Right, well, Bear's is now starting to lift, and it's just heavenly. I sit there and I don't pick the bits off the scalp because I read not to do that. But I, you know, bits yeah. that are in the hair, and I just get my oh, nails yeah, and pull it yeah. through. The other day though, he was sat on his mat banging his drum and I was just pulling the bits out of his hair and it was so satisfying and I was putting them in a little pile on my knee and um I had oh, it no, was quite a lot funny. and Chewie ran up to me and just went and licked it all up and I thought well at least I ain't got to go to the bin <laughs> and it's just the day to day is so disgusting and gross but also wonderful because you know that's surely that's like the circle of life or something, isn't yeah. it? Cradle cap that your All dog that. eats and then it poos oh, and fertilizes wow, the garden. Circle of life. It's what they were singing about in The Lion King. <laughs> we're in a constant battle with like Peggy and Eden's toys, whose is whose? Because Peggy used to be very good, actually. <laughs> there were boundaries and she seemed to respect them. And now she just all of a sudden does not. Um, yeah. So we're constantly sterilizing because, um, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh yeah, we just lot. bought our fifth Sophie giraffe. They're not cheap. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I saw that Chewie's going for them, isn't it? Yeah. So my mm. our Sophie, she's not used for ages because it picked up a weird smell. And I have heard about the mold thing. If you cut them open, they're full of mold. Um, but it doesn't smell <laughs> moldy. It just. Have you seen that online? No, but uh, all mine have been opened through the head, thanks to Chewie, and there hasn't been mold oh, okay. inside. That's okay then. I think if they've had them quite a while. And you cut a head off and you ours has just picked up a weird smell. It's not a mold smell though, so I'm reluctant to cut the head off, but I'm not giving it a head till the smell's gone and I don't think it is. So I don't know, it might yeah. be unless it's a weird type of mold, but um Ooh, Yeah, God. I don't know. She did love <laughs> Sophie, but I've sort of banned it banned wow. it for a while. But it's yeah. Nothing's yeah, easy. Google. That was one thing that I was no. sure of. Like Sophie's great. She she sorts out all kickoffs. Brilliant. No, nothing can be easy, can it, with this? No, no. Well, it just changes all the time as well. Like Eden's new thing at the moment, which this is another one of those things that I thought I would dread, but I'm finding so funny as she's, well, she's discovered screaming, which is <laughs> like really funny because she'll just sit there and like do a funny scream and she sort of entertains herself with it. If anyone else's kid did that when I was in a cafe or something, I'd be like, oh, but I find it funny. Therefore, I assume everyone else finds it funny. It's yeah. definitely not for anyone else. But it is another thing where you're so blind to it because you're like, that's so funny. Look at Eden screaming. Um, that's so true. We were in Ikea <laughs> earlier and Bear screamed and this man jumped out of his skin. And I looked at him and if that was a normal situation, I'd have gone, I am so sorry. But I just laughed and went, <laughs> Because I thought he'd enjoy it too. Obviously, he didn't. He just shat his pants. And he looked at me like, what's wrong with you? You're as bad as him. 
Why are you not enjoying my child screaming? I don't get it. It's weird. Oh, God. Um, also, I have a question that I want to ask you and, and you listening. Help me. Yeah. How? Yeah. It's a really obvious question that I'm putting out there. How do you get anything done? And I'm not talking about things that can be done when they're in bed at the end of the night, like things that are just purely for you or work or whatever. I'm, I'm on about like house jobs and stuff. You know, the, the big things that keep the house ticking over, like laundry. How on earth do you get these things done? Please help me. Well, my, I, I've, only, I've got one answer for laundry and one answer only. only. Kenny, that is his role. <laughs> Wow, what what a hero. But, How does he do it? He loves it. No, but look, we've got um like our roles so like laundry is his thing because he thinks mm-hmm. when I take it out the washing machine I don't hang it properly. He's one of those <laughs> he's quite a he's this is a man who when we've gone on holiday to Airbnbs, he's been excited in being able to wash his clothes before he gets home. So, you know, oh, that's what we're dealing wow. with. Yeah, yeah. You you um, picked you've picked well there though. That's great. Well, yeah, it is actually, I take. I do take it for granted, I think. Um, yeah. And he likes to keep on top of it. So that's kind of his job. My job is bins though. And I'm, I've always been okay on bins. I've been quite neglectful mm-hmm. since having a baby. But but that aside, I mean, it, for me, any any other job, some of the jobs that I do, you know, emptying the dishwasher, anything. Like today I got really stressed because I really had an important email to reply to. And, you know, I was, for me, it's all about the pockets of time in the, in the in the devices i mean the jumperoo the uh, play prison um the high chair now is a new unit of time yes that thing's great yeah one of my friends from antenatal came up with a thing uh she puts her baby in the high chair and then she's created some kind of like board where she um she's like attached toys to a rope through this board so that the kid grabs them but never drops them because they're attached. <gasps> because the dropping I mean, is constant. constant. Yeah. So you put them in the high chair. They're nice and safe. Off you go and do... That's that. No, that's You've got brilliant. a jumperoo, right? You've got the jumperoo. That's a life yeah. changer. It's just... It's, it's just things like the laundry I find. I've taken this on because... Christian did everything when I came back and I'd had a C-section because I wasn't allowed to lift or bend over or anything like that. And he made a right tit of all the new baby clothes and I was fuming. So since then I've been like, no, I I want to do that. But it's one of them where I'm like, I'll have a really good day and I'll be like, this bundle's going in and then it's going in the dryer and then I'm going to fold it and hang it. And I get two thirds of the way and I'm like I'm doing so well today I'm doing so well that third one never happens and so then you get like the backlog and the delay and I'm creating more laundry than I'm doing and I just can't stay on top of it and then we don't have a dishwasher so the pots are constant okay that's yeah you've got to you, what ridiculous. are you going to do here okay this is another thing and I, I appreciate this is this, I don't think this is from a privileged position and I know it sounds a bit middle class but I think you get to a point if you're both working and this is the thing you are working you know mm-hmm. you're doing this podcast you're doing radio mm-hmm. pay for some help I mean we've we have a cleaner come now this is only in the last uh, month she comes every two weeks and just does a blitz and it just gets on top of the things that I will never ever get around to like floors cleaning and all that kind of stuff a cleaner or you know is there like a laundry service i think 
you know, and I know that is a massive luxury, especially at the moment, but if you're working and you can justify it or you, look, it's like what you said, do you remember you did that TikTok about Deliveroo, how you'll be, yeah. you won't think twice, you won't think twice about getting a curry on a Friday night, maybe a Saturday night as well or whatever, a couple of times a week. And they are costly. They often come to like yep. for two people, like 45 quid or whatever. You could spend that on a laundry service or a cleaner or something like yeah, that. I, th- I think that's... Honestly, and, and just think about it. It's while they're this little, it's that yeah. hard. And you you know, you're working as well. You know, you've got to do a job and and don't feel guilty about that because it just, it makes, when that cleaner's, our cleaner's been, it just feels so, it's like something's lifted. It's amazing, you know, yeah, and it I just, that makes a huge difference. So see, I, I just appreciate worry about- it's what the cleaner would see and and what the cleaner would find like i i think i would clean before the cleaner comes you know well, I, oh oh i mean we always do that but you know um, <laughs> and it's absolutely batshit but we do do that but then you realize how good they are because it's so clean when they've gone although do you know what we 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 tried to clean her a few months ago and she was so bad i had to clean up after her i was absolutely raging and this was when eden was Ooh. like three months old yeah so, I mean, even if it's a short-term thing, or even if you're just having... I'm sure there's loads of apps now that do, like, laundry mm. for... It's the same as Deliveroo's, because you don't want to cook. You're getting, you know, someone else to do it. Yeah, yeah. I just I just think when your head is so busy, and I'm definitely, like, ADHD, where I'll start something, and I'll say to Christian, I'm just going to run up and get Bear um, a new vest. And then... But, before I come down with a vest, I've started six other jobs that haven't got finished, but I've started them. And then an yeah. hour later, I'll come down with a vest and Christian's like, what have you been doing up there? And I'm like, oh yeah, well then I realised that like I needed to sort the bed out. And so I started that. But then I noticed that there was a mark on the carpet. So I started that. And then I noticed that, and I just, I just think the mind is so busy. It is just so, so, so hard. Well, and, so maybe you're and right. And also the cl- the cleanup's just constant as well because you go, constant. you know, like I can't, I like the bed to be made like after we've got up because it just yeah. makes me feel like then I'm on top of the day. If I walk into our bedroom at 3 p.m. and I know it's not important, but if the bed's not made, I'm like, oh, I've not, I need to do it. And the way around that is we've still got the snooze pod next to the bed. So I put her in that. She bounces about in that while I make the bed. And, you know, it's, it's fine. It's just finding places to put her. Now in the bathroom, when I go for a week, it used to be I put her in the baby Bjorn. She's desperate to get out of that. I just put her on the floor Aww. now and she just crawl, She just crawls around. And I was like, why didn't I do this earlier when she wasn't crawling around? She'd just sit there. Why didn't I just do that? I mean, not when you get in the shower, but when you're going for a wee. No, you're right. You know what I mean? You're so right. As long because as there's nothing I, dangerous about. Yeah, you know when they are just walking and they're fully able to do everything, we're going to think, gosh, remember we just had to hold them all the time. And I'm still there a little bit. I, I thought the other day, do you know what I find really hard now? I'm quite good at hitting timings and I know more when he's going to nap and I know more when he's going to feed because he's a bit older. But I still really struggle to actually f- get out the house. It's that final bit. It's like I can get everything ready and planned. But to then get my shoes on and a coat and his coat I really find that bit overwhelming and hard and I was like why hasn't someone invented just something by the front door that you could just pop them in while you get your coat on and wrap up and get their coat on maybe that's an idea that maybe we should do like a two new mum's door Stand. chair yeah door yeah do you know what 
Oh, well, here's a tip on that that I've only discovered like in the last week since I've been putting her in. in you know, they have those really like winter's tough for dog walks and babies, and we've mentioned this already. Yeah. Like it really is when there's mud involved and mud, coming home with a muddy dog with a baby strapped to you. My oh. God, like that's a test. But what I've realised, you know, when you put them in the all-in-ones, the really padded ones. Yeah. I put her in that, and then I put her on the sofa, and she's so Michelin man, she can't move that much. So. <laughs> yeah. It gives it gives me just that second to go and grab my coat and put my boots on, um, because she just she looks a bit pissed off and she's like, I'm like, now I'm gonna pick you up in a sec, but she can't move. She's so Michelin, and actually she does move. Or if she rolls over, she's really well padded. So you know, but you know, for that moment that you put them down, you run to your shoes, and it's like I've fully fallen out with so many of my shoes that I can't get on. Like if I could just wear sandals all year round, I would because it's just so much easier. Yeah, off. I in the summer it was so nice because I'd just slip into my Birkenstocks or slip into I've got some like like train like slip on like my Vans like slip on ones. You know the ones that elastic easy. Whereas now. I've got to transfer from my slippers into my boots, which sit outside in, we've got like this old toilet, basically, Victorian outdoor toilet gross. But basically we keep all the muddy (laughs) boots in there. But there's a little small walking distance between the kitchen (laughs) and that. So I have to go in, transfer from my slip. Like I'm so bored talking about it, but like every day it's just those tiny (laughs) little stresses of like, yes, it's just not, it's, it is harder in the winter yeah. that is why now I have come to the point like I mentioned before where you know we'll go for a walk and then when she's asleep in the car I drove 17 minutes to a Costa drive through on Sunday just because I thought this is just going to be easier than getting home mm-hmm. getting everyone out having lunch um, yeah it was a disappointing coffee as well which is a shame but you know that's just <laughs> Ew, the <laughs> amount of like podcasts that I've listened to just because I've gone round the block again because it's like yeah they're, they're sleeping yeah. they're happy it's just gonna just go around a couple of times like maybe someone's yeah. listening to this podcast right now doing that like we salute you you just want to stay in the car sometimes because the yeah, effort we, required we, to get in the car <laughs> we should just carry on chatting to you you know how you doing like where you going yeah. like, you know just because that's probably what you're Let's doing play right a game. Now. i spy yeah what can you see right now <laughs> that I didn't think was a particularly um, controversial thing until I saw someone talk about it on Instagram the other day. But you mentioned, you asked me the other day, are you going to get Eden a Christmas present? And to be quite honest, probably not. I might give her something, maybe like a token thing, Mm -hmm. something to open. But I mean, she's not even one years old. So, uh, you know, there's enough stresses going on at Christmas. And uh, to be honest, she loves wrapping paper and stuff. So maybe she can just enjoy <laughs> ours. But I, to be honest, I hadn't really given it much thought. Like if I, you know, I might get her a little outfit. I've already bought her, a, you know, a couple of Christmas onesies. But I, yeah. what are your thoughts on this? Because I saw a bit of a backlash and I was quite surprised. No, I agree. And I'm, I'm glad you've said that because we've said the same. Um, we've both as well said for each other, we're just going to kind of go a bit more chill because we would rather spend our money on Bear, but that doesn't mean Bear's Christmas presents. Because like you say, he's not going to open them. He's not going to know. 
he's he kind of just needs i think at this age the babies are changing so much all the time they need things as and when so if you're just going to buy a load just for the sake of one day where they're not going to get the magic of it yet um i I think you you could be wasting your money yes it's nice to buy some things like i've bought a few christmas onesies like you say we've bought the tartan pajamas and that sort of thing um but no, and you also know that Eden's probably, you've got a big family, they're probably going to get her a lot as well. And oh, that's so true. The yeah. room in the house didn't, starts to run out. I didn't even think out. of that, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, yeah, that's, I'm glad you said that. And I thought you were probably going to say the same. But so um, a girl I follow on Instagram had put it on. Her baby's a bit older. I think he's like 14 months or 16 months, something like that. I don't, he's mm. under two. And she'd said, do you know what? We might get him one present, but don't think we're going to bother. And the backlash she got, people saying she was cruel and what? mean and all this lot. And it's like, do you not realise that, you know, for a start, kids don't need 70 gifts at Christmas. No, they don't. You know, they the whole point of Christmas isn't just about gifts. I remember seeing things on like this morning or whatever, um, where people, you know, have, have been struggling for money, but they've taken out credit cards to spend a grand on their kids at Christmas. And it's just like... Okay, definitely losing sight of what Christmas is about. The whole point, and don't mean to be all, you know, Dickensian, um, and <laughs> I don't know, but it, it is about just having a really lovely time with your family, friends. Well, look, it can mean whatever it means to you, but yeah. here's the thing. If you start giving them 10, 15 gifts when they're one, two years old, what happens when they're 10? I know. When they really want a load of stuff. They get used to all that. Yeah, you know, even my family because it's you know times it's tough at the moment. Like I say, getting that letter about my mortgage, you know, yep. I don't, I can't suddenly spend. You know, our families are massive, mine and Kenny's. Mm-hmm. You know, Eden's got nineteen nieces and nephews. There's a lot of us, and you know, my side of the family have actually said, "Can we chill out on, on presents for the kids this year?" Because you know. It's yeah. tight. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing because one, it takes away the stress of like, what do we get them? There's so many of them and they range from totally different ages. You know, we'll just get them a little, get, we'll just get them selection boxes, whatever. Yeah. That's all we used to get. And I didn't have bad Christmases from, you know, aunties and uncles. You don't, the amount of consumption is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I'm really anti it. Um, look, we all like gifts. Gifts is fine. A couple, yeah. You know, if you choose to do it when the baby's one, do what you like. But I just think, to judge other people for not it's not cruelty that's um yeah it's wild I don't know like you know my my favorite experience you know I I got her that little themed bauble mocked about it but that was just such a lovely moment even today we went to look at the Christmas tree on the green that was Mm -hmm. a free experience in the snow and it was like so magical I'm not sure for her because this is it she was looking at the tree but she's She's not going to remember it, let's be honest. Yeah. I'd love to think she will. And me going, look, Eden, she saw snow for the first time today and I was beside myself. And I videoed it and Mm -hmm. one day I'll show her that and that's Mm -hmm. your Christmas memory. Like, that's the, you know, I think think that's the whole point. I think, and I really hope this year that even if, you know, people go really big, they've got, you know, older kids than a one-year-old or whatever, um, if they go really big, I hope people are kind of humble and reflective enough to not share the big pan of the living room and all the presents because there are so many families this year Mm. in particular that, you know, putting the heating on or putting food on the table is taking 
everything. So the luxury yeah. of presence is just not affordable. And it really is heightened. I said this in last week's episode, when you're struggling, things are heightened at Christmas. And if people are doing that, it's lovely if you work really hard and you're buying presents for your kids and that's fine and that's your choice. But like, I just hope people are a little bit more humble this year and don't feel the need to show off as much because it is... Mm. It is crazy. It's crazy, I think, any year when you spend loads of money. That's my opinion. I, I I don't come from a family where we had loads of presents at Christmas. I mean, we were always treated nicely, but we never... We, there was like a budget and my parents never went above it. And, yeah. um, and I'm glad they didn't because I've learnt that. And I want bear to learn that that just because it's Christmas, yes, you're going to get the magic of Christmas and you're going to have presents to open, but you don't... You're not going to cripple yeah. me and your I'm dad. I'm going to be spending two grand on you. Or yeah. Gosh, no ridiculous. one needs that. It's just you're just no. setting up a rod for your own back, like you say, for when they're older or when they go and they become adults. It's like, are they going to keep that life going? That's a lot of pressure on them. It is. It is. And it does sort of add to the whole, like, overwhelm of Christmas. I, I don't, you know, it's like this build up to it I love Christmas I love everything about it I am a big fan but I do feel I'm sort of glad I'm not really going to much stuff yeah I've had like a Christmas lunch and I've got I've actually got a wedding this week which will be lovely um and a friend's birthday but like nothing nothing you know I saw a post the other day you don't have to go to all the Christmas markets you don't have to go to all the there's a you know light shows and you see them on the screen they look amazing and if you do go it is magical and that's Mm. fine but it is you know, it's so true. You don't have to do all the things. And I think yeah. I feel that. I'm definitely guilty of going, I said to Kenny the other day, oh, there's a Christmas market in that town. It's going to be amazing. We should go to that. You know, it was 20 quid each a ticket. And you're a bit like, bloody hell. You know, before you know it, it's just, you know, it, and then I was a bit like, oh, well, maybe we'll just go next year. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just, it, I'm tired. And yeah. um, <laughs> it tired. sort of gets, yeah. And then you got to think about presents and it's uh-huh. just, um yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot, and the pressure is a lot, and it's it's that keeping up with the Joneses, isn't it? And yeah. Instagram perpetuates that so much, and social media does because no one's going to share a video of their night just in watching a Christmas movie, really, because you do that a lot, and that's quite normal. But people are going to show these big extravagant Christmas markets and the big extravagant presents, and it's really it's really fucked up that that's the way we prioritize it. I want to see more of just my friend the other day. Actually, she shared like she was like things are tight this year, so uh, we would normally take the kids um, away this time of year and we'd do a big Christmas experience, but we can't. So she's like, we've made like um, a little tent in the living room. She's put fairy lights in it, and they're watching Christmas movies, and that mm, costs next to nothing. It. And I actually think that's so much better anyway because the effort you've gone into doing that no it's uh, i wish eden would just sit still long enough to watch a christmas film i thought i'd nailed it with frozen but we got a good 15 minutes out of it to be fair and i can't (laughs) wait till she's the age where she actually sits and watches a film but yeah that's it but don't feel that it's it's you know it's like (laughs) you know i i do love my christmas illuminations i do like my christmas lights and some decks (laughs) but this year we got a load out and then we've got (laughs) basically i can't get some of my christmas illuminations out and I felt a bit sad about it. And then I just thought, it doesn't really matter, does it? I'll just do it next year. Yeah. And, and, and the weight that lifted off me and thinking, well, how am I going to get into that shed that's broken? How am I going to get them out? No one cares apart from me. Yeah. No one cares apart from me. You Don't are forget so that. right. And like, no one else is going, Amy, where is your illuminated reindeer? <laughs> sure, I'm a little bit gutted because it looks magical, but nobody cares. Oh God, it's so true. And it's the second you go, 
No. You actually you feel fine and you feel free of it. Yeah. And all we're doing yeah. is putting that on ourselves. Like, there's this thing, right, where I live and it's beautiful and everyone seems to be going, but to get a ticket is quite long and I can't be asked. And it's not cheap at all. And I was like, no, I'm going to go this year because I didn't go last year and we've got Bear now and everyone seems to be taking their kids. And me and Christian just sat down the other night and we went, are we going to go? No. And that freedom yeah. that came over me was yes. like, yeah, fuck yeah, it, we're yeah. not going. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Halloween. Oh, I didn't go to a pumpkin patch. Oh, it doesn't matter. And guess what? No one cared. Uh, Unless you really want to go, fine. You get a pumpkin cheaper at Tesco. Totally, yeah. Same with the trees. I tell you what, there's a lot of free stuff you can do. The other day I was walking through a park. uh, I was actually nipped into London. And they've got loads of these like Christmas tree, like pop-up, like I don't know what you call them, like just like pop-up Christmas tree shops. But mm-hmm. you walk through them, there's all the lights. It feels like you're in a winter wonderland, but I was literally just walking through it. It's free. Do yeah. that with your kids. Smelt lovely. Great. Yeah, so go. nice. We The library that we go singing to every week, which is free, um, tomorrow it's Christmas songs. And I'm so excited for it. It's free. Mm. And I just, and you don't have to be there bang on time, that sort of thing. You know, you just rock up. We'll sing a few Christmas songs. We'll spend no money. It's lovely and warm in there. He sees loads of other kids. And and that's great. That's brilliant. Sorted. That's all you need. You don't need need the expense. Don't worry about it. But I mean, obviously I'm going to post pictures of Eden in a Christmas onesie. So just brace yourself (laughs) for that. Feel free to unfollow, but I'm not bored for nothing. Won't fit next year, so... Oh, that is annoying. Do you know what? That is yeah. annoying. Because I've bought family Christmas pyjamas and they're not going to fit her next year, but they'll still fit me and Kenny. Mm, oh, that. no. She, well, she won't be in your gang then, will she? <laughs> no. I'm not buying new ones every year. Absolutely not. I'll have to make it into a neckerchief or something or like a hat. I'll have to reuse it somehow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just make a fancy little beret or something. It's yeah. very festive. I think we've come across a bit tight. Possibly. So thank you uh, to everyone on Instagram, by the way, as well. We've got a nice little, nice little community going on there, haven't we? Um, yes. Followers to Two New Mums podcast um, on Instagram. And we have asked you to tag us in all the mum stuff because we do love that. They help, don't mm. they, the memes? Can I just read out the Rob Delaney one the other day that absolutely destroyed me? I don't know if you know much about Rob Delaney's story. His, oh, one of his sons died. Um when he was just before two and it is the Oof. most when he talks about, I can't even listen to it it's so heart-wrenching but he's written so be- he's written a book about it but he posted this the other day and we reshared it and it's so gorgeous he says whenever someone tells me they're expecting their first baby and they're nervous I tell them the following oh my goodness that's wonderful I'm so happy for you listen of course you're nervous but here's the deal you're ready for all the bad stuff You've been very tired before. You've been in pain before. You've been worried about money before. You felt like an incapable moron before. So you'll be fine with all the difficult parts. (laughs) You're already a pro. What you're not ready for is the wonderful parts. Nothing can prepare you for how amazing this will be. There is no practice for that. And that has made me well up just reading that. It's just, ah, they get you. Yeah, they are great. So please tag us in them when you come across them just give us a tag memes or motivation it doesn't matter the cheesier the better we're really just there now we're fully there we are we're on board we're on board